go look at your strategic goals, your annual targets. How could connectivity, intelligence, you know, telemetry, teams working together, how can that help us achieve the targets we already are carrying around? We're not the only ones in town. Our competitors are doing it. So it isn't how fast can you go, it's are you going faster than your competitors? Technology is transforming how we think, how we lead, and how we win. From InterVision, this is Status Go, the show helping IT leaders move beyond the status quo, master their craft, and propel their IT vision. Welcome to Status Go. I'm your host, Jeff Tun, Strategic IT Advisor to InterVision Systems. It feels like we are nearing a tipping point. Those of us in IT are used to the concept of a tipping point, when the reality finally catches up to the hype. Digital transformation is reaching that tipping point as more companies start to understand what it is and is not. There has been a lot of hype and conflicting information. Our guest today is going to help us find the signal in the noise. Mike King is the co-founder of LHP Engineering Data Analytics Solutions and is the founder and CEO of Daxios, a leader in the connected engineering space focused on the automotive industry. I recently had the pleasure of hearing Mike speak and lead a discussion on digital transformation with a room full of CIOs. I couldn't wait to have him on Status Go. So without further ado, welcome to Status Go, Mike. Thanks, Jeff. No, thanks for the invitation. Uh, love telling the war stories from the road, but uh, just a lot going on and appreciate the opportunity to chat with the team here. Well, and I have heard some of the uh, war stories, <laughs> so I, I can't wait to uh, dive into those. Sure. Before we start talking about digital transformation, why don't you share a little bit about your journey, your background? What what brings you to where you are today as CEO of Daxios? Great, yeah. So actually, I'm a I'm a finance uh, cat. Uh, <laughs> hired as a finance analyst in the Boeing right out of school. Uh, congratulations, you're now the performance analyst for wing manufacturing. Uh, <laughs> I reminded them that a I don't know anything about wings or airplanes. <laughs> and they're like, that's okay. You meet all the qualifications. You're here. Uh, and they took me out to the shop on, on day one and they're like, and introduced to the to, uh, manufacturing. Wow. And they're like, you know, we make every wing that Boeing delivers. Two wings for every airplane, same parts per wing, same machines, same people, same factory since before you were born. We shouldn't be seeing the performance challenges we're seeing. Uh-huh. Your job is to help us figure out why. And somewhere out in that factory and beyond is the data you need to get us the answers we need to solve those problems. And that's just half the job. The other half, you know, we're being challenged every day to get better, better quality, better cost, improve throughput. And since every part of the airplane touches wings and all of those teams are also being challenged and improved, you're part of their team. And so that's the job. Help us solve problems, help us get better. And if you can do that, who knows, someday you might be worth something. <laughs> um, and so really my career has kind of been in that sort of vortex of solving problems, helping the company right get better, 
really fun. And I asked, asked, okay, so where do you want me to start? And it's like, fix the systems. Yeah. It don't make yeah. any sense. We, you know, the data doesn't make any sense. And I was like, well, what systems? <laughs> uh, and they pointed it out. <laughs> yeah, but it was also the reality that, you know, even then, you know, three plus decades before now, the key was, you know, the, the systems and data that they represent what's happening in the factory. Can the shops use those to get better or solve problems? Can they get the data faster? Um, and as I was reminded, uh, wings are an important part of everything we do. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm getting ready so, to get on a plane on uh, on Monday. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully the wings are okay. It kind of defines an airplane. Yes, it does. Uh, but it's also one where when your job is to solve performance issues for wings, everybody's there to help you, whether they know it or not. Yeah. Um, and so part of the, the journey was helping understand how everyone's connected. Because it's never the shop just decided to have a bad day. Right. It was somebody made a decision, did something two or three steps away. So it's almost always about bringing people together. But core of all that was the system. Where does this data come from? How do we get it? How do we leverage it? And so I've gone from the shop floor in the wings. I led their initial ERP program implementation. I was the first line manager in wings signing off on uh, you know, quality for the parts that hold the wing to the fuselage. It's been about 18 years of Boeing, left as the business systems leader for the 787 program, and then uh, got recruited out here to Cummins uh -huh. uh, to lead their financial systems. Um, and it was sort of the same challenge. You're the blank sheet of paper. We don't know what we're doing. Try not to hurt anybody. But also, you know, we're a big company and we want to scale. And, and really help us do that. Um, so I spent about seven and a half years at Cummins, leading the financial systems, reporting to the CFO, complaining to the CIO, yeah. uh, complained too loudly about how Cummins does analytics. And, and so I was invited to lead the analytics group from the <laughs> IT side, which is actually my first role in IT. And when I explained to my team, because I basically said, oh, guess what? We're all moving to IT. We're merging our business and IT team together. Is that if you don't own the servers, you really can't really do this. Yeah. Um, and our focus there, again, was to help the IT team really meet the needs of the business, but get stuff done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I asked the CFO, like, what do you need? And he's like, I don't need anything. I got a room full of people helping me. It's the folks out in the field that need the help. That's where profit happens. That's where loss. That's where the customers are at. They need the help. And so I'm going to hold you accountable to our end users. If they're happy, I'm not, I'm happy. And if they're not happy, I'm not happy. And as CFO, if I'm not happy, nobody's happy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was just like back in the shop, right? Yeah. How do you help? Yeah. Um, and so after several years of that, kind of running out of things to do at Cummins, uh, met the CEO at LHP Engineering. Yeah. Uh, Dave Glass, who was the gentleman that led the team that wrote the embedded software for the Cummins engine. And he was, I mean, Dave's a, a, a tremendous guy, but had this vision of, you know, we've got all the embedded software and all the engineering that's on the engine. It's like someday I'd love to get into analytics and cloud and all this stuff. And I was like, well, let me tell you what I've been doing. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And a couple uh, coffees later, you know, we launched a business. Yeah. 
And then as our consulting services business grew, um, you know, the demand for a, a platform that helps uh, really accelerate and connect the feedback loop of product development, you know, in that key area of the early R&D phase, that's where Daxios was, was launched. So that's what got us here. And then if I you know, remind you how you and I met, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, as I was looking at my career, it's like, where do I go from Cummins and, and things? A few folks was like, well, you need to meet this guy, Jeff, have some <laughs> coffee. And uh, here we are. So, well, yeah, and hopefully that was a good coffee. I, I, I remember that. Yeah, I, I remember good. when we first uh, started talking about data and data analytics and, yep. uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's come a long way. Uh, in that in that amount of time and uh, has really taken center stage. So let's dive into to digital transformation. Uh, as I mentioned in the intro, had the pleasure of uh, being in the audience when you led a, a discussion with a group of CIOs on on uh, basically digital transformation demystified. Yeah. So let's start there and let's let's talk. Uh, I, I think the first thing that jumped out to me as you were talking that day, Mike, was uh, you had you had two slides about convergence. And yeah. so talk to us about what this convergence is when it comes to digital transformation. Yeah, no, it's a great. And it's one where there's so much noise, so much you know action going on. And really, we're just talking at, at the at the heart of it. It is embedded intelligence. There's something in that that system, that machine, that process. There's connectivity, telemetry, telematics, networking, and then there's analytics. I mean, that's the core of any digital solution. Mm -hmm. But what that means is there's a convergence of organizations. Yeah. Your engineering organization that owns that embedded intelligence and, and kind of in the product uh, your IT organization, which really owns connectivity, networking, cloud, um, and, and that sort. And then the business side, what are you going to do with all that data? Yeah. And so when we look and we start helping companies understand, or it's like, you know, where do we start? It isn't the technology that we dive into. You know, we don't go out to the Granger catalog and start ordering sensors. <laughs> it's what's your org look like? You know, where are you? Because digital not only implies that you're all working together, but you're all working together at a speed and a maturity that it's like a truck driving down I-65. It's got to be moving together fast. Yeah, because they move pretty quick down there. Yes. Imagine you're being asked as an IT leader to open a port or a portal into that truck and, and extracting the data uploading new software, you know, make sure it's all secure. Don't run the truck off the road, right? Make sure you can handle all that data, right? That's a lot going on. Yeah. And, and it, it assumes that wasn't the first time you did it, but right. maybe four years earlier, working with the engineering team and the business teams architecting that and drawing that out and understanding what that means. And so that's the kind of that convergence of, I mean, this is like jumping into the deep end of the pool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it also- a lot of times they don't, the, 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 yeah. the IT department, the engineering department, and the I'd say the line of business departments, a lot of times they aren't working together, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes. How, do you, how do you start 
that conversation when not everybody's in the room or maybe they're meeting for the first time. Yeah. And and it's one where, again, I think that war story back day one of, of Boeing is, uh, you know, what is the problem we're trying to solve? Mm-hmm. Where is the data you need? Who can help you get there? Um, and and talking through where do you go from step one and, and where does it really go to? Uh, you know, I was sharing with the team, you know, the CIOs, you know, we were at a customer and we're getting to do these introductions. Hi, I'm, you know, Jeff from factory automation. I'm Mike from enterprise architecture. And I'm talking about this convergence and this, yep. this partnership and not just because oftentimes those groups only meet at the CIO, CEO's desk, right. uh, much less down in the engineering or manufacturing. And these leaders were looking at each other. It's like, look, do you work here? Which building are you in? I've never, we've never met. We met, yeah, yeah. And so in a, after the break, they're listening to me kind of share, you know, a few uh, road rash stories. They're like, you know, if we've never met, guaranteed our teams have never met, yeah. which means guaranteed we don't have the processes. We're not, we're not ready for anything we're asking you. Yeah. So we've got some work to do internally. But where do we start there? What, you know, right. Uh, yeah. What are the first steps? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So again, I think, uh, and I think what what I've seen, and maybe we get to it a little bit later, but I think more folks are maybe having those conversations, those realities. Uh, I, you know, I shared a story about uh, a meeting with a CIO at a fairly large company. I mean, this is probably one of the largest uh, axle and brake companies in in trucking, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, multi-billion dollar global company. And I asked the CIO, what's your priority? He's like, don't stop production. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, as a, a you old know, factory cat, I can appreciate that. Okay, so what's your second priority? Don't stop production. <laughs> and I was like, okay, there's a trend here. You know, I'm an analyst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Pretty sharp, Mike. Pretty sharp. <laughs> what's the backstory? And he's like, you know, the previous CIO, when the factory started hearing about all this digital transformation technology, got all excited. They wanted to load up smart sensors and all this uh, capability on the, our key equipment so they could predict maintenance and totally overloaded the controllers, totally overwhelmed the factory, stopped production, we lost a week. Yeah. And he's like, that CIO is not here anymore, and I'm here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what I really need to know is, uh, what do I not know that's going to get me fired? Yeah, yeah. What do I not know that my team needs to know so I can help them answer those questions? What do I not know that I need to know to help my leadership team know if we're collectively ready or where do we invest in first or what do we start with? And so there's this, again, think about digital transformation and that convergence of organization, probably the most intense focus, the organization that must transform the most out of all three is the CIO organization. Yeah. Ready or not, the CIO and the CIO organization, your critical path. Right. You are part of the product design. You are part of the manufacturing process. Ready or not, whether the shop wants you there or not, whether they realize it or not. Yeah. But if they're trying to pump data to the cloud, who owns the cloud? If they want good networking, who owns networking? 
Uh, you know, for years and, and, we weren't used to being uh, critical path. We were back office, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it wasn't really. I mean, I, I suppose uh, with the uh, the 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 birth of the web and and websites and all, all that, that's probably the first time that we had anything that was critical path. And now it's like everything's critical path. Yeah, and I think that's just. I think a lot. There's been a lot of maturity, especially over the last maybe three or four or five years in the technology. Yep. And again, a lot of people are learning the lessons uh, or hitting roadblocks. You know, they kind of get as far as they can as a manufacturing group or as a product team. Or again, the risks of the organization from cybersecurity, from uh, just not executing at the scale you need to execute yep. to deliver the goods that your leadership team has promised. Um, it's kind of really opening up and, and everyone starting to understand what this really means. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why the, the messaging and, and the discussion we had with the CIO group really resonated because I think they yeah. are seeing it, feeling it, uh, asking those same questions themselves. And, and I think they're, they're having those conversations yeah. every day. Yeah. So Mike, I know you talk about uh, the, the pillars of digital transformation yeah. and yeah. the foundation, yeah. but before we get to that, I, our listeners know I quote Simon Sinek a lot because he's so right when he, when he wrote the book, it starts with why. So I know that you coach your clients uh, as you're talking to them, what's their why? And you boil it down to three main areas. What, what are those three areas? Yeah. And again, as you know, everyone's out chasing, you know, flashy light bulbs and stuff, but it's really, and we tell folks every day, there's three reasons to do digital and they're all sort of interrelated. Mm-hmm. First one is to drive revenue for your core business, your product, your service, top line. Mm-hmm. And most customers these days, I don't care if you're in insurance or trucks and tractors and trailers or whatever, is they're pretty much expecting smart products with dashboards and insights and, and that's just table stakes. Yeah. And so again, you know, if there's a good reason, top line's a good reason. Yeah. Um, and then there's what are the new services, revenue opportunities, new business opportunities that are driven from having insight into how your customers interact with your products, or you know an industry really well, or you have a really you know, great process for fleet management or service. So creating brand new revenue streams from all this data that you're you know, gaining from that connected product. And then third is running a lean global enterprise. You know, how do you use this data, whether it's from your products and services or just the connectivity through the business to just get better, faster, cheaper. So again, the same lessons back to day one at Boeing. You know, help us solve problems, get better, help us improve, right? Affect top line. Yeah. Uh, you know, back, I was looking uh, at some old notes, 2002, we launched an initiative called Enterprise Telemetry. What could we do if we can connect to all the data across the business? Yeah. Right? Better efficiency, better uh, use of resources, you know, and thinking about the products and all this embedded intelligence being now table stakes, mm-hmm. it's getting harder to pass those as new pricing actions. 
So right. how do we how do we pay for the development, the research, the business for these new products and services? We need to self-fund them. We need to take it out of our old and turn that into true value add. Yep. So if you're if your digital strategy isn't aligned to one of those things, um, you're probably not going to last. Yeah. Because the business, that's what they're focused on. Yeah. And if you're wondering where to start, instead of trying to dream up a use case, go look at your strategic goals, your annual targets. How could connectivity, intelligence, you know, telemetry, teams working together, how can that help us achieve the targets we already are carrying around? Yeah. Um, yep. And then kind of tied into that is, oh, by the way, we're not the only ones in town. Our competitors are doing it. So it isn't how fast can you go? It's are you going faster than your competitors? That's right. Because you if you're not doing it, they are. They are, and they could be doing it. And and what we shared with this one uh, you know, large organization is uh, they know you're not doing it, and they know you're not very good at it. <laughs> and because they're not number one, they're looking to take you out. Yeah, yeah. Because your your weakness is not in your technology. It is not in your maturity. It's the fact that you don't even know how bad you are. Yeah, yeah. And so that's an opportunity for the CIO to manage upward yeah. and, and really get the leadership team to understand, you know, so right away you see the CIO role transforming from back office to literally business consultant and coach and technology leader. Because um, they see it all. They, they see it across the board. So that, that leads us into the to the next piece I wanted to chat about, Mike, which is um, the, I, I keep describing the slides that you have. And I know <laughs> listeners, you can't see the slides, but if you could, um, um, you, you talk about uh, the pillars of digital transformation, but probably more important even than that to our CIO listeners, our senior IT leaders out there, is the foundation. Yes, yes. What's the what's the foundation that this transformation is? is yeah, no, that's a great because you know we all we all get sort of wrapped up in the connected product and connected customer, right? And and we want to go fast, and, and we're probably getting pulled that direction. Mm-hmm. But it's just like building a house. And that foundation is actually at the, you know, the, your analytics process, uh, you know, your, your uh, security and at the, the footings of that foundation, absolute what's holding this whole house up is we call your IT common core. Yeah. Your architecture, your data management, your security, your network, the stuff we do every day. But Again, you are trying to you know, move data, leverage data at volume you've never seen. You know, you're a critical path to products and, and manufacturing and process. You are now embedded at your customer. And if you don't have the core IT capabilities just nailed, yeah, right, strong, and not just, you know, you know, this this corporate team that does all it's an art architecture review board, but if your architecture teams, your data management teams, your master data, if they aren't integrated into the business, just like that convergence, yeah. again, you're going to have gaps in your architecture. Uh, your teams are going to be trying to make decisions that they don't have maybe the, the, the insight for. Um, but also, uh, you won't have, again, your enterprise architecture 
is not built on truly the needs of the business. Mm-hmm. It's not size for the speed and scale. So, um, so we really look at when companies, and again, we're working with all the big companies, you know, deep in engineering, yeah. manufacturing, um, and they want to know where to start, and where I start, right? Go fix it. Let's go look at your systems. Let's go look at yeah. your IT. And where's your team position? And this isn't big dollars. It's just, it's, it's, if, you know, if we're not deep into the business, right? How do we close that gap? Yeah. yeah. How do we get the introduction? Who's who? And, and oftentimes we're that Rosetta Stone where we're bridging the gap yeah. and helping yeah. each other understand each other. And, uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm putting myself in the, in the seat of our, of our listeners and, you're talking about that foundation and the common core and what, what I'm imagining are the mountains of technical debt uh, that, that are piled up on the CIO and, and his or her organization. And now you want me to also engage with, with OT and engineering and in these lines of business um, what's your message for them when they're feeling maybe a little bit overwhelmed, Mike? Yeah, and, and again, that's I think it's realistic. And this is a lot going on. And again, you throw in everything else the CIO's organization is, is working with. And I think that reality is also happening across the company. Um, I think part of the leader's role is to represent that, but also champion that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not ready, is your team going to be ready? If you're going too fast, again, thinking about, you know, that truck going down the road, what's the risk? Um, you know, part of the CIO's role is risk management, whether it is data or team or, or what have you. And I think, again, that gives an opportunity for that CIO to really get engaged with their team, mm-hmm. uh, get introspective, get engaged with your leadership team and be realistic. Uh, but also... Turn that into a positive, right? If this is something happened to every team around, and this is a lesson again, go back to the Boeing. One of the one of my favorite quotes. I got a ton of them. Um, they said, "You know, the second hardest part about building an airplane is to convince four million individual pieces to leave the ground at the same time. <laughs> the hardest part." is to get all 4 million back down at the same time in one piece safely every time for the next 25 years. Yeah. The only way that airplane gets off the ground is by us working together, all of us working together. And so when we look at digital transformation, it is that kind of a challenge. It requires back to that convergence, people working together. Yeah. And so how do you de-stress? Right, you recognize it. you bring folks together. Lunch and learns, cross communication. You go out, walk the shop. Yeah. Go walk the flight line. Go out, you know, talk to your customers or follow your agents around as they talk to customers. Right, learn the business, and just that was the lesson from the the one team about hey, we've never met. Great, right. go meet. Go meet. Yeah, understand what well, you're doing. And you also don't have to eat the elephant whole, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can look at different aspects and yeah. identify yeah. some smaller places maybe to get started yeah. with this, right? Because guarantee, I mean, you know, that's a, a, a great insight. Is there are folks in your business whose job is also to worry about that? Your CFO, mm-hmm. your enterprise risk, 
you're you know, it's like, you know, cost schedule scope. Can we do everything in the first quarter of the year? No. So help us level load that, right? How yeah. do we right absorb? Back to that foundation. If the foundation is not there, the money we want to pour at it is just going to fail our teams. So what's something you don't know that you're going to get you fired, right? If you turn the business upside down. Yeah. yeah. So in your role as you know, risk owner and mitigator, right? As your role in seeing you get across the enterprise, you bring an insight. You're the technical leader, right? You can get the pulse of, you know, the, the business at the lowest levels. Champion that. Go meet those folks. Have your teams meet. That was my lesson, right? You don't know anything. The answers are out there. Yeah. So go yeah. there. Don't, don't come here. Go out there. Go out there. Yeah. And all. And my job is to cover you. And, and, and again, as leader, give you that chance uh, because that's, that's my job. Um, yeah. And that's our, as a leadership team, that's our job. And when you put it in that perspective, and, and again, it just clicks, is when leaders start talking about that, you know, what does this mean to our organization? Are we ready? Are our people ready? Do we have the processes? Forget about the tech. Forget about it. Are the processes there? Are we really ready to go and race at the Indy 500 this year? Yeah. And if we aren't, what do we got to do to get ready? Let's just break that down and break it. And all of a sudden you're back into normal business mode. You've right. mystified it, right? This is what we do every day. We're really good at it. Uh, we've been doing it our whole life, our careers. So yeah, and so suddenly it's not buzzword bingo. It's not a bunch of hype, right? It's core to our business. Okay, yeah. so how do we do this? It's an extension of your, your manufacturing system, your leaning system. And all of a sudden now it's just, now we're back to doing our job. Um, and you folded this into your existing org, or if you need to create some new roles or whatever, great, create it. We've done it before. We'll do it again. So Mike, as you're, as you're thinking about, um, the, our, our listeners, the status quo listeners, these are, these are CIOs, senior IT leaders from across a wide variety of industries, a wide variety of company size. I'd like to leave them with uh, one or two things that they should take action on. So kind of summarize and, and give us an idea. What's one or two things our listeners should do tomorrow because they listen to our conversation today? Well, I think first off is to understand, you know, it's a journey. Um, you know, you can do a, a proof of concept in a day, but that's not a business. And, and so kind of keeping that level ahead. Um, I think, again, looking at your core IT processes, uh, are they ready? And, and really talking with your teams, getting those conversations, those work teams going to say, okay, we're really ready for this. And, and what are we missing? And what do we not know? I think partnering with your leadership, your counterparts in whether it's sales or engineering, whatever business you're in, do you, do you understand what you need from them? Do they understand what they need from you? Are they seeing this? And work together. I think end of the day, digital transformation is really a working together opportunity. Yeah. And it goes back to right, us as leaders, uh, representing that and fostering that, uh, of, of really protecting our people. And it's a huge learning opportunity. This is all new for everyone. Yeah. And embracing that. We, you know, at, at Boeing, we had 
you are working together principles and it's all around that enjoy enjoy this right there's going to be gaps in technology fabulous let's learn those together I right. love that. In, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the yeah. journey, right? You know, the engineers don't speak finance and vice versa. Great. This is a chance, right, for those folks to collaborate. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the reality is that's the reality today. The, you know, folks are out there working hard every day to do this and doing a great job. Yep. So, so here's a chance. It doesn't take much of anything. Host a lunch and learn, Right. Go walk the shop, right? Go walk the flight line. Go walk your customers. Just get out there. Be visible. Have them come see you and, and encourage and, and kind of expect your teams to be doing that as well. Yeah. Start yeah. start that convergence. Yeah. And that's free. That's that's the free stuff. Yeah, that's that's the key. Uh, Mike, I gotta thank you so much for, for taking the time to to be on status go with us today. I as always I I love our conversations and so appreciate your insights uh, as uh, CIOs work to to transform their organizations. So thank you. You're welcome, Jeff. And again, appreciate the opportunity to come in. To our listeners, if you have a question or want to learn more, you can visit intervision.com slash status dash go uh, and see more of our uh, of our episodes there. We will also have show notes and we'll provide links and contact information. And if you're in the Midwest, I know Mike and his team are doing a series of road shows uh, talking about digital transformation. If you have the opportunity to catch one of those, uh, be sure and do that. And we'll uh, we'll provide uh, a little bit of the schedule in our show notes as well so that uh, listeners, you can check that out. This is Jeff Tun for Mike King. Thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to the Status Go podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or get more information at intervision.com. If you'd like to contribute to the conversation, find Intervision on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. Thank you for listening. Until next time.